At Alina Health, it's our mission to provide exceptional care, prevent illness, restore health, and provide comfort to all people in our community. Here's your host, Melanie Cole, with the WellCast. For all new mothers, the decision to leave your baby to return back to work is very hard, regardless of the feeding method. But as the many advantages of breastfeeding become more understood, more moms are choosing to continue to nurse after they re-enter the workforce. And developing that good routine for home and work may seem a little tricky at first, but plenty of moms successfully combine the two with just a little bit of planning. My guest today is Becca Modest. She's a certified nurse practitioner specializing in family medicine at Alina Health Clinic, Buffalo. Welcome to the show, Becca. So first of all, tell us a little bit about some of the benefits of breastfeeding moms and the things they should consider before they consider re-entering the workforce. You know, the benefits of breastfeeding have been uh, just becoming more and more known, both for mom and baby. For mom and baby, there's uh, advantages in that there's a reduced lifetime risk of cardiovascular disease, diabetes, multiple kinds of cancers. Uh, for moms, breastfeeding helps to reduce stress. It helps to improve weight loss, um, helps recovery from birth. For baby, it also reduces lifetime risk of obesity. And in the here and now, for while baby is little, it reduces risk of ear infections, uh, breathing infections, and uh, and stomach infections. Um, just keeps baby healthy long term. And one of the other things that's pretty cool about it is that uh, it helps best breast milk is a natural uh, pain medication in some ways for babies, not actually medication, but um, helps to just produce that that comforting effect for baby. So it's just it's great for so many reasons and just uh, really helps baby to to thrive early in life and later in life. As hard as it is, Becca, for new moms to go away from their baby for even 10 minutes when they're thinking about returning to work, what would you like them to consider and what kind of planning should they be doing? You know, I think that the best planning for returning to work starts really as soon as you have baby. So if you know that you're going to be returning to work, starting to pump early and often really makes a huge difference and just helps to reduce that stress level. So many moms have so much anxiety about, will I be able to produce enough milk and will I have enough stockpiled? And starting early and just being consistent with your pumping makes a huge difference. Um, I have a couple little kiddos that I've breastfed myself. And for me, I've uh, literally, as soon as my milk comes in that day, I start pumping. Um, Usually two to three times a day is what I've done. Um, And by the time that I've returned to work, I've had uh, hundreds, even thousands of ounces um, ready and just waiting for them so that when I get to work, I'm not just so stressed about do I have enough and um, and will this will this work? Okay, so we're starting to pump and doing getting all of these things kind of in order and getting our minds in order too, which is really yeah. a big deal. Now, are there different kinds of breast pumps people should look at, women should look at, or generally they're kind of all similar? You know, there are actually a lot of different kinds of breast pumps. There are uh, single pumps, there are double pumps, there are manual pumps, there are electric pumps, there are uh, a huge variant in um, in different brands. Um, price points tend to be all over the board. I would say for the most part, what most what most people recommend is a double electric pump. Um, most uh, most things say that that's how you produce the most milk. Um, brand to brand, women respond differently. Um, I'll say for me, um, 
I uh, have had really good luck with some Medela brands. Um, they've done a lot of research on how babies actually do suck and have tried to mimic their machine after that. Babies will always be able to get more milk uh, than a pump, but um, a double electric pump makes a big difference. Flange size can, uh, the part that actually goes on to the breast itself can also make a fairly substantial difference. A lot of women find that a slightly larger flange actually helps them to, to get a little bit more milk when they pump. So what about storing now? Can this be frozen if you're going to pump a lot and you know that you're going to be working an eight-hour day, you've got a caregiver that's going to be feeding, can it be frozen? Is it refrigerated? Do you leave it at room temperature? What do you do with it? So breast milk, uh, the rules actually vary a little bit. Um, most people will, you can actually go up to 10 hours at at room temperature, up to about eight days in the refrigerator, and you'll see anywhere from three to 12 months for the freezer. I like to just keep it simple for myself, and I go with the rule of sixes. So six hours at room temperature, six days in the fridge, and six months in the freezer is how I like to remember that. If you have a deep freeze, people will say up to a year, and I can say that I have stored breast milk for up to a year and that it has still been just fine when we defrosted it. Um, when you're storing, you also want to consider what you're storing that in. For me, I've used... Um, I pump into the BPH-free bottles, and then I've stored it in plastic bags. If you lay those bags flat when you freeze them, they tend to um, store much nicer. You can kind of stack them like a book uh, or all horizontally so that they so that they lay nicely, so that you don't have that big chunk of milk at the bottom of a bag and then an empty bag on top so that they take up a little less space ultimately. Do you recommend that women reuse what they haven't used if they put it into a glass bottle or they have their caregiver feed the baby every couple of hours? Can they reuse what's left in the bottom or do you just say chuck that out? Oh, so there's actually research that says that it's just fine to, to after baby has started to drink from a bottle, if they don't finish it, you can use that last couple ounces. If it's, if that milk has been heated, um, you only have about two hours to use it, but frequently when babies are little, they're eating about every two hours. Um, and, and if it has not been heated, um, and you can use it for four hours at room temperature, or you can put it back in the fridge and use it again within 24 hours. Um, I can say that that has, knowing that rule has saved me a ton of milk over, over the years with my kiddos. So going back to work, speaking with your employer about this, so if you've <laughs> pumped before you've gone, do you feel the need to do that while you're at work, depending on the length of your workday? Absolutely. Um, breast milk uh, supply is all about uh, supply and demand. Um, so once you are back at work, yeah, you really still want to be pumping about every two to three hours to maintain your supply. Um, you aren't necessarily trying to grow your supply typically while you're at work, but um, but maintaining that supply so that you can hopefully breastfeed for however long your goal is, um, is really important. Um, yeah. Now, how do you determine the right amount of milk that your baby will need while they're away from you? You just leave a bunch out and hope the caregiver knows when the baby's hungry and how much to give. Is there any sort of rules about that? So kind of rules of thumb for that. The average one, uh, yeah, one to six month old eats anywhere from 19 to 30 ounces. So a pretty broad range, but so if you average that down to 25 and then you divide that by how many times your baby eats a day, most infants eat three to uh, six to eight times during a day total. And so that's a full 24 hours that they're eating that approximately 25 ounces. So if you have about three ounces, three to four ounces, depending on how 
how virulent your baby eats, um, it, it per per bottle, you're probably doing really quite well. Um, and those rules are pretty consistent for for all newborns. What about some tips, Becca, for maintaining your supply? Are there specific things that you would like new mothers to avoid or to make sure that they get in their bodies to help maintain that supply? Yeah, you know, um, as far as maintaining that supply, making sure that you're eating and drinking enough is a really big deal. Um, I've seen a lot of new moms that they just so desperately want to lose that baby weight that then they don't quite eat enough to maintain their supply. So I do think that getting especially enough protein is a really big deal. I'm not talking about overeating, but I'm just, I'm saying you can't starve yourself to lose that baby weight. Um, there are also some supplements that you can take like fenugreek, um, that it kind of makes you smell a little bit like maple syrup, but it can, for a lot of women, be a significant boost for their, for their uh, milk supply. Um, oatmeal can also be great. I ate oatmeal pretty much every day with my first, with my first, uh, child. And, um, I did actually feel like that made a big difference in terms of my supply. Um, as far as things that you kind of want to avoid, um, there are some meds like decongestants um, that can cause some issues. Alcohol can can decrease your supply some. Um, getting stressed uh, or being ill can decrease your supply. And uh, birth control with both uh, progesterone and estrogen in them can significantly decrease uh, breast milk supply for some women. Now, this is, we've seen it in sitcoms, Becca, but people leak. They hear a baby crying down the street and they leak. And what can women do to prevent this at work? And if they're in meetings or they're meeting with clients or something, is there some tips you give them about that? You know, I think the best things to do to prevent that leaking, for me anyway, was just wearing um Wearing uh, breast pads, um, just you slide them in your bra, and I would just change them every time that I pumped. Um, as baby gets older, I did find that I leaked less and less, but um, I, I did have to be really religious about about wearing those those breast pads, and then I never had any issues as long as I um, changed them regularly. So in just the last minute or two, Becca, give your best advice for new moms that are breastfeeding and returning to work and what you tell them every single day with what you do about the best advice about getting through this, the difficulties, even the psychology involved. Just give us your best advice. You know, I think that with with wanting to breastfeed and be at work, just making sure that you are being consistent. That consistency is the key to maintaining your supply. I know it can be so difficult to get away from work to to go pump. Um, there are actually laws in Minnesota that do help to um, where, where I practice that do help to um, protect that that right. Um, as long as your company is over fifty people, uh, your employer is required um, to to give you a space and time to pump. Um, and so just making sure that you are indeed taking advantage of that so that you um, so that you are able to meet your goal if that is your desire. Um, so just start pumping early and then once you're back at work, pump consistently. Um, that that consistency I think is is the key. Oh, and just relax about it. Just the more you stress about it, the harder it's gonna be on you and, and it can actually negatively affect your supply to stress about it. So just kinda know that there are things you can do to to try to increase your supply at home, but um, just just try to take it, try to try to not stress yourself out too much about it. 
It's really great advice. Thank you so much, Becca, for being with us today. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. For more information, you can go to alinahealth.com. That's alinahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.